thanks for downloading the MotoGP Jumpstart podcast. After a few months of being away, we've come back to to talk nonsense about the race that just happened in the Czech Republic. If you like what we do, please subscribe. Please drop us a message on Twitter at MotoGP Jumpstart Podcast. Thanks. Hello, uh, welcome back to the MotoGP Jumpstart podcast. It's been a little while since we've been here, hasn't it, AC? Yeah, almost a couple of months, I have to admit. I know, that's bad. Apologies for that. Um, I don't think we've got any particular real excuse other than being generally just disorganised and far too busy in everything else that we're doing in London. Yeah, a bit tipsy as well, where we can't even like really talk on the mic. <laughs> but we had good reason to come back today, though. So we've uh, we've just watched the is it pronounced Br- Bruno? Bruno, yeah. Br- Bruno, um, MotoGP race in the Czech Republic, and it was a pretty good day. It was a fantastic day for at least like the England or Great Britain. I know. Overall, everything was fantastic. Second in the Olympics, McGregor won in the UFC, and okay, he's not British, but I'll I'll, I'll take that. He's Irish. He's good as. And then McPhee in the Moto Three, Sam Lowe's on the podium in Moto Two, and our boy Cal joining that special club of winners. Yeah, it's not for once. He's not winning because he's crashing. He's winning because he's. He's been actually absolutely splendid <laughs> today. Yeah, I have to admit, uh, there was not a moment in that race that I wasn't absolutely terrified that he was going to throw it away. Especially the last couple of laps where he didn't seem to want to slow down for some reason. Yeah. Well, apparently it's what he said in the press conference. It's like he thought like he was still being chased by Rossi. So uh, he kept pulling, you know, along the front and finally, you know, like... Well, when he realized that nothing happened, he started slowing down, but apparently it was still too fast for the team. <laughs> hey, good boy, though. What result? I mean, I couldn't believe it when uh, originally I was watching thinking, oh, Redding's doing well. Maybe we'll get a Brit on the podium. And then Cal seemed to be lapping two seconds faster than anyone else on the circuit. He was just storming. Yeah, actually, what happened with Redding? Disappeared. Mm. Uh, I think he was on the the soft front tire, so you saw the state of Iannone's tire at the end of it. Yeah, it was pretty damaging and embarrassing for Michelin. It is. It's that front tire was in the kind of state that my tires on my van need to be when I start thinking, oh, I probably need to change these. <laughs> no, but that's actually I was quite um, um, like. Um, surprised that he didn't want to go back to the pit. Not only he put his risk in de- mm. uh, his life is danger, but also like all the guys around, because I think it's going to be. It would have been like very damaging if that thing happened. Mm. Yeah, especially when it exploded when he was going down the straight and the whole thing fell to bits. But can you imagine anyone trying to tell Ianoni to do anything? But actually, you should. It should be like some security. Um, I don't know, yeah. like people in charge of actually forcing this person to go back to the pit but lane. They can do. They can black flag you. They can they can call you out and say you have to come in because of. Uh, so why they didn't do it? Even no. if like everybody said like it was really at risk because like they were all pissed maybe like at Bruno <laughs> because apparently they're quite well represented to uh, to have some fun uh, on the track. 
Yeah, it does sound like this is the party capital. <laughs> yeah, we were meant to be there this year. That was our, our plan. We'll have to we'll have to go next year. Twenty pence a pint. I can handle that. <laughs> Although I loved it how the commentator um, I've forgotten his name, but just at one point where he was so excited, that, you know, first British riders to win in thirty five years that he, he kind of forgot that he was on national television. He just went, oh, I'm going to get drunk tonight. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. said like he's going to tell his mums he's going to be drunk tonight or something yeah. like that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it, it's honesty. I imagine there is a massive party going on over there. Yeah. Uh, and it's quite cool because it's, you know, it's the, 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 the weekend before Silverstone. We've got a week off, have a little bit of downtime, relax, and then we're on for the big one. Yeah, and uh, God saved the Queen twice today. That's mm. uh, that's a lot. I, I think uh, she's in uh, good shape now. <laughs> Nothing can happen to her. <laughs> <laughs> we still haven't got tickets for Silverstone, though. We've got to sort that one out. Yeah, we need to. We, we can't miss our home race. Well, hang on. I'm, I'm sorry, but I really love those guys like McPhee and, uh, and Kreshler, but it would be kind of a miracle if something happened to them if they manage actually to be on the podium as well next week <laughs> uh, in a couple of weeks sorry we we should take the Monday off we should take the Monday off and just go big on Sunday if there's a chance a Brit is going to be on the podium mm. just wow. save your boss's number on your phone Let's... send them a text and go no sorry Brit, well British or French rider on the podium I guess yeah, well, talking about the French podium, French podium, it was also like very surprising and uh, and a bit sad uh, today for for the French team. Uh, you had uh, obviously Zarco, who didn't do that, didn't do that well, and um, and also Laurie Bass. Well, actually, I should have been mm. very happy for him being fourth. I've never seen that. Usually, at the back of the uh, of the grid, and uh, he stays there. He doesn't move from there, but. Um, but yeah, no, being fourth actually is fantastic. It, it's great. Fourth but for French rise, but, but it's a fail. He's not on the podium. He could have been on the podium. Yeah. Baz overtaking Marquez. Wow. That would have been <laughs> something big for the French team. Well, I loved Marquez's little smile as well, saying like, you know, yeah, today wasn't bad. You know, I'm on the podium, that's all very well. Um, you know, everyone else had uh, the right tyres on. Mine were shit. Uh, but I'm still on the podium. I'm still here. Nice to meet you. Yeah, he's so uh, in control, this guy. It's incredible. Um, when he realized that he won't be able to check and, you know, like swap bikes, he, it's what he says. Like, I, I try to control, actually, my tires and just mm. to make sure I'm going to stay on the top. That's he's, he's just incredible. Well, like, how much, you know, I'm a Rossi fan. I mean, Marquez is, wow, he's... Is is amazing. Well, there's a, a, a fundamental difference between his mentality uh, against Lorenzo's. You know, Lorenzo's tires weren't feeling great, so he just packed it in, came in and said, "Look, it's not working for me. I don't want to race anymore." And the, the Yamaha pit practically had to push him on the bike and push him out of the pit lane again. He really, really did not want to go back out on that motorcycle. Whereas Marquez, it's like, "Yep." Bad choice in tyres. Tell you what, though, I'll keep going. I'll get on the podium. A bit like Ian Oni on that bloody tyre. So what happened to Lorenzo again? Oh, he was unlucky, of course. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, he had a bad tyre. <laughs> yeah, um, 
I was hoping to to see him on the at the press conference, but obviously not. And like being seventeen, you know, you can't really be uh, part of the conference, right? Yeah, but he seventeen. Got oh involved. my god, that's embarrassing. At the end of that race, he got involved. Given that he was what seventeenth place. And he was being lapped by Rossi and Barbera. And he decides all of a sudden, oh, I'm with the guys at the front. Yeah, I can have a bit of a scrap. I can fight with them. He was 17th. He should have moved out of the way. I'm sure he's crying right now. Yeah. It was good to see him uh, earlier in the weekend in the dry, though, being back on form. Because when that boy is in a good mood and feeling the rhythm... God damn, he can ride a motorcycle. Yeah, well, that's actually my my uh, my concern with uh, with Rossi at the moment is um, he is excellent on the way. Like when we checked the weather forecast this morning and we've seen like it was raining, we we're so excited about that, saying like, "Wow, that's going to be a race." But uh, because knowing that Lorenzo hated, mm. but hated, but. Um, but, you know, like the thing is like on the dry, he's been failing a few times now. It's just like the past two races hasn't been actually very good for him. Where Lorenzo on the dry is 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 a dancer, is gorgeous, but on the way he's absolutely useless. Apologize for that, uh, Lorenzo. But I'm sure like you don't listen to us anyway. Uh, <laughs> and uh, in Marquez, at the same time, dry, wet is just you know, like, in control. Well, it was odd, because I was thinking, no one else has been able to get that Honda to work. No one else can get it to go fast around a track. And then all of a sudden, Cal just comes bombing through. Like, oh, and, and okay, maybe that Honda has got a little bit of speed. But the Ducatis were right up there at the front. And, of course, Lorenzo will be over there with the Ducati boys. And, to be honest, it looks like his time did quite well. Rossi went over when it was an absolute heap of shit. Um, now that bike looks fairly rapid. Mm, talking about the Ducati boys, what yeah. a shame for Dovi. I really <laughs> like this guy, but again, no luck. I have no idea what's going on with him. It's yeah, just. Did you see him lose his shit today? I've never seen Dovi so flustered before. He had well, a little tantrum. But what do you want to do? You go back to the pit. Is it a pit lane? You change back. They change your tires. They put new tires, and actually, these tires are not. It's not comfortable actually to, to keep these tires on the on the on the wet. Well, they thought like... they thought like the actually the the track will dry up, but it didn't happen. Uh, it didn't happen. But um, yeah, it's 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 a real shame. I feel very bad because he, he's done so well at the beginning. I mean, like beginning two oh, thirds, nice. two third, nice two third yeah. of the race. He's been absolutely amazing, and he deserves really this podium. Yeah, but the Ducati boys must be, or at least the the, the team must be looking at Ianoni, thinking, mm, "Oh dear, have we made the right decision? This boy is quick. I mean, he won." <laughs> Remember when we were watching Crushlow and Yanoni next to each other? We're like, uh-oh, <laughs> that's going to be messy. Who's going to knock you off? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, who's going to crush first? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was dangerous. Although Crushlow said that he nearly lost it. And I think it was um, with four laps to go, he nearly crashed. I oh, God. don't think I could have dealt with that. I had to turn the TV off. I was, I was too emotionally involved by that point. <laughs> yeah, well, I think everybody was. Yeah, but I mean, 35 years without a win um, for Britain. And what's the number again for Crushlow, number? Uh, yeah, 35, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Although, um, Lorenzo rides with the number 99, and he's not French. 
It's going to be 99 years till you guys were in a bloody race. <laughs> <laughs> it might happen next year. But look at Zarka. Zarka is going to be coming in um, if we ignore his slightly lackluster performance today. Happens, you know. Well, I mean, he to the best. didn't win no, the race. He can definitely do the best backflip in the MotoGP. He's out of class. He's just absolutely beautiful. I mean, so, sorry, not physically beautiful only. He's also like, you know, like owning his bike. He's, he's also like super in control. Even if sometimes I find him a bit a bit too crazy and could be a bit also like dangerous uh, with the other rider, even if he's never done anything bad, mm. to be honest with you. But, yeah, a bit well, crazy. Well, he rides a very sensible race. You see him, he doesn't go storming out at the front and just try and dominate. He's quite happy to go out, see what pace the guys have got, slowly creep his way up to first, then as soon as he gets a first, just put a little gap. All very sensible, all very controlled, not very French at all. Oh, he's definitely French when he speaks, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm looking forward to seeing him there. To be honest, next season's already looking like it's going to be phenomenal. I know we've got to enjoy this one while it's happening. Um, is that you trying to open a bottle of wine quietly? That <laughs> didn't work at all. Keep uh, keep talking. <laughs> no, I know we've got to enjoy this one um, while it's happening, but next season just does look like it's going to be absolutely mind-blowing. Next season, yeah. We shouldn't uh, talk like that yet. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. We still no, got races to go. Yeah. How many? Um, that would oh, be eleven today. Throw me a question like that. Um, Are you not prepared for this one? And no, I've got a bit of paper in front of me, and um, the only thing I've got written down on it is the word Tuesday, uh, which, is, which, is, <laughs> which is which is not helping me in any manner whatsoever. Help. No, completely underprepared. Uh, but which one are you looking forward to? You always like Philip Island, don't you? Uh, yeah, well, Silverstone is going to be great. Uh, I think we've got San Marino uh, coming next after Silverstone. Oh, of course it Remember is. Remember San afterwards. Marino? Yeah, and do you know what? It'll be nice to watch San Marino without having to drive 27 hours to get, to get there in the first place. What a beautiful place that was, though. I, I have to admit, I really, really, really enjoyed the, the feeling of being in San Marino. Yeah, if you want to get there, just uh, one piece of advice, don't take a van to get there for a weekend. I think flying is definitely safer. Did you prefer Mugello or San Marino? Oh, you're struggling with this question, aren't you? Yeah, I'm struggling with this one. Mugello was cool. I think Mugello, but Mugello is more more like a burning man. It was, it was just a party. Yeah. Anyway, so San Marino, then we've got Spain. Ah, it's going to be, you know, like uh, Marcus track. <laughs> and walking around with a bag of microphones and uh, podcast gear seemed to get us free beers over there. I think we, um, Silverstone, follow the uh, the same route. <laughs> anyway, then we've got Japan, Australia, Malaysia, and then finally oh, Spain, you know what would Valencia. Be a gift. If Casey Stoner jumps on a Ducati for Phillip Island, that would be a gift. That would be incredible. Yeah, seven more races to go. Because you never, you, you got into MotoGP after the Stoner years. And, uh, and I want you to see him ride a motorcycle. He, um, when he was testing the other day, he was lapping faster than Iannone and Davizioso. And he hadn't been on a MotoGP bike for a long time. 
which which is just incredible. It's just phenomenal. But you know, we'll I'm see. not that excited about this news. I'm sorry, Rob. <laughs> Casey who? But I'm <laughs> Casey who? No, I know who's that guy, but. It's a good track, that one at Phillip Island. That was the one where last year Ian and Oni managed to um, ride into a seagull. <laughs> no, he didn't ride on it. It's like the seagull crashed on him, on his helmet. I, I love the flick of his head, just trying to flick this <laughs> massive dead seagull off his bike. Like, whatever, carry on. No, it's a good track, that one. A really good one. Um, but Silverstone could be interesting because at the moment in the UK, it's um, the weather's a bit crap, isn't it? It's a bit rainy, a bit overcast, um, and I know it's two weeks away, but the, the, the weather's been pretty grim for a while. I'd imagine it might be another wet race. In which case, if it is, um, our wet weather specialist and uh, Grand Prix winner today, Carl Crutchlow, might have a chance. <laughs> no, no, uh, no. Scott Reading. Uh, is very good also on the wet. Yeah, I, I haven't been able to read anything about what happened to him. Um, he, he was riding so strongly. I thought he had more pace than Iannone for a lot of the race. I can only assume that his tyre went off because he, he dropped back fairly rapidly. He, he looked like he was struggling a little bit. Well, it's like um, Mr. Aspergero. Was it Paul? Yeah, Paul. Where you could, uh, you you we read on the news that apparently like his bike just, his bike just exploded or something like that. It oh was, no, that was uh, like that was his brother Alish. Alish. Yeah, yeah, that Suzuki just. But same, they didn't talk about it. Flames. I think like we were so overexcited by like the the crush lower wind that we completely forgot about the other riders. But I would really <laughs> be, no, I would be interested to know if yeah. actually like I, it's okay and. You're right, I don't happened? think I've ever watched uh, MotoGP where I've been stood throughout the entire of the uh, the 20 laps just in excitement, <laughs> pacing around the room. <laughs> um, no, we didn't see that on the camera, but um, I saw some pictures and yeah, his, his bike just burst into flames. He said, uh, he said he was riding along and then all of a sudden the bike started making funny noises. He looked down and he could see flames and he was like, okay. <laughs> Time to um, stop. <laughs> this is done for me. Break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys, get a brew on for me. I'm, I'm coming back to the pits. Get get the kettle on. Yeah, and yeah, no, that's that's a shame. I always feel bad for the guys when they get some kind of um, mechanical failure. It doesn't really seem fair, unfortunately. Yeah, um, talking about another topic and my one of my favorite one, Lorenzo. Um, <laughs> so. You two are like BFFs, aren't you? <laughs> so, how do you explain like Lorenzo's behavior when after like swapping bikes, get back to the get back on the track and just race like he was mm. number three, right. and overtaking people and just actually pissing off everyone because like anyway he's gonna yeah. be seventeen, he was one lap away from mm. everyone yeah. and he was still actually causing problem where the guys were fighting for the podium. I found that actually quite, you know, like, not right. <laughs> to be honest, I think Lorenzo is just on his period. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, or his girlfriend didn't have baby, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you got to wonder. Um, there's a lot of riders that say that when they have babies, um, it puts things in perspective for them, and they, they start worrying a little bit more when they're out on the track and riding fast. They suddenly feel they've got a responsibility, they want to take less risk. Um, Carl, apparently not. 
<laughs> He's done a very good job today, yeah, I know. I, do you know what? I, and he crashed few time over the weekend. Carl should have a few more kids if that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what? It's his night tonight. You should just impregnate women all over yeah. the Czech Republic. <laughs> Go wild. Tonight is yours. You've earned it. I'm sure there's one on the go tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it was interesting seeing him um, uh, when he was in Park Ferme and straight away phoning um, presumably Lucy. his family. I mean, his, his wife wasn't watching at home. <laughs> oh, Cal. Oh, what? You won the race. Oh, you, you should have said you were racing. Um, I'm in Sainsbury's. This, this is really bad timing. Of course she was watching, she knew. I mean, that, that's quite nice, though. I think you got to enjoy that moment a little bit, which is always nice. This girl is getting old now, 30. 35. 30. He's 30. Yeah, which is a, it's a very good age, isn't it? It is. I, I say that being two and a half hours away from not being 30 anymore. It was a good age. <laughs> 31 looks all right, though. <laughs> I know it's um, it's it's amazing seeing uh, that Rossi is getting so old. He's the old boy in the paddock now. Mine is so young as well. He's a bit silly sometimes. Oh, complete troublemaker. Well, he's 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 not going to worry, is he? You know, multi-millionaire, legacy set in stone. Um, and given that he's lived in England for about ten years, one of these days, he, when he retires, he might even go to an English class. <laughs> it's, okay. It's, it's a d- different form of English, isn't it? But I like it. So, do you think that Rossi's got his chance to win? Mm, what, the championship? The championship. Um, oh, it's over. I think that in two weeks' time at Silverstone... It's going to be mixed conditions, and Rossi loves Silverstone. I think he'll smash it. Oh, he loves Silverstone. Like he loves every single track, right? <laughs> like us. <laughs> but I think the championship is definitely Marquez's. He's, he's just riding so well. Whatever the conditions, even if he chooses the wrong setup, whatever happens, he brings it home. He gets a point on the board. I think for anyone to challenge Marquez right now, I, I think that Marquez would probably need to have two DNFs yeah and he's not riding uh, in a dangerous way and looking like he's going to fall off he's been definitely more mature this year hmm. well he does all his fa- falling off in warm up doesn't he does tons of that free yeah, practice always falling off nice, but in the race uh, is pretty good it's less risky the way that he drives you can you can see he's uh, I don't know I find him like definitely more safe or say, well, safer for everyone and for himself as well. He's not the little kid anymore. Mind you, I do well, he's 23 years old now. there's going to be a bit of tension next year when Vinales gets on that Yamaha and suddenly he's on a super fast bike and suddenly there's the new Spaniard in town and I think Marquez is going to rise to that bait. I say, I think, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen next year, but it's going to definitely be super interesting. Everyone's a bit civil to each other at the moment. I like a little bit of tension. A new dynamic. Yeah, I like a, a little bit of a scrap. I like and wings, no more wings. Yeah, yeah. Although it's interesting that Ducati boss um, was saying, okay, you're not going to have wings next year. That's fine. We'll just spend loads more money on aerodynamics for the rest of the bike. 
like stupid decision. Aerodynamics are now a thing. Therefore, if we can't have wings, we'll have to incorporate them into the design of the bike. So no money will be saved. <laughs> they do look pretty cool, though. Um, yeah, apparently everyone is using the the wings. Yeah, they look. I think they look pretty cool. I always like to see progress and development. But if I was riding a motorcycle around London with wings on, I'd feel like a right dick. <laughs> I really would. It's like, um, you know, where you see people uh, have those cars and they put like a, a silver sticker over the fuel cap that they've bought from Halfords. <laughs> you look at that, you just think, oh, you idiot. You absolute idiot. And uh, having wings on a bike for the road, mm, same category, I'm afraid. I'm, I'm not a big fan. The chance of me riding a MotoGP bike around the streets of London are probably pretty slim. <laughs> probably about as high as the chances is England coming second in the Olympics oh sorry Britain Britain yes please <laughs> yeah no no I'm inclusive um, okay well I guess now the countdown till Silverstone begins yeah go on give me a top three for Silverstone it's always the same and always wrong um, I would go for a Rossi I, I want to see a Rossi for a winner okay um Mm, I think it's going to be a Marquez as well. So what? One, two? Rossi, Marquez? Go on. Oh, yeah. You have to see Lorenzo. Who's going to stand on that, that little step at the end of the podium? I'm not going to go for Crushlow. Definitely not. No, of course not. He's going to be way too confident and crash out in the second lap. What about a little Smith? It's been a while, but he's full of resources. Smith? Why not? Is he still racing? Oh... Uh, I'm <laughs> not even sure where he was today. He's been a bit wild. Celebrating for John McPhee, apparently. <laughs> oh, that's nice, though. That, that, that is nice. Yeah. Um, you guys are a good team. Smith, Smith in third. Okay, interesting. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make any sense because there, there were no, you know, free practices. We don't even know about wrong. the weather. <laughs> yeah, but oh, do you want to predict two weeks before? You it's you're impossible. Wrong and you say things like, "Oh, I think Smith's going to come third. No, that's why you're always wrong. <laughs> I hope so. I'd love to see some Brits up on the podium. Um, I think Reading could pull something out of the bag. I think so. You know, that Silverstone seems to suit those Ducatis uh, just because the Ducati is so stable. So I think Reading, Reading might have a shot. I think he is our hope. What about Can't yours? Well, top three? Mm-hmm. Um, well, if I go your style of choosing, I'll say uh, Laurie Baz to win. <laughs> 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 then Barbara. <laughs> Followed by Petrucci. Petrucci, actually, he's pretty quick around Silverstone. Uh, no, I, I, I think if the, the conditions are a bit mixed, which I think they will be, I think this is actually one of the kind of Rossi favourites. Um, I think he could win. I think Lorenzo's definitely going to be up there. He's got something to prove now. I could put yep. him in second. And Marquez always, because he's too bloody good. They would be my... So, Rossi Lorenzo Marquez. Yeah, call me old-fashioned, but I'm, yeah. I'm going with the, the heavy hitters. Um, and Laurie You Baz don't even give a chance to, uh, to, to the Brits. <laughs> no, but that's, that's what I think, not what I hope. 
And I'd love so to So you know that every time we say something's not going to happen. So let's say it's going to be Lorenzo Marquez and Petrucci well, or Vignales. In an ideal world, we'll have Scott Bradley and Caleb there. But, um, <laughs> unless we physically take uh, the rest of the MotoGP riders out. They're all of sync. That would be cool. Okay, that sounds pretty good. We'll wait and see how it goes. Yep. So, best of luck. And let's uh, let's buy our tickets for Silverstone. Yeah, and uh, next podcast we can do from the van on site in Silverstone. Oh, yeah, could do actually. Happy days. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. We'll, um, we'll speak to you after Silverstone in two weeks' time, and uh, we promise we will record that. We'll get a bit better at doing these regularly. Yeah, don't promise anything. And anyway, leave a comment or, you know, any suggestion or or to improve our podcast. Exactly. Yeah, I love getting hit up by uh, comments on Twitter. I appreciate that. So um, until then, take care. Bye, guys.